this is Jarrett. And this is Eli. And we're the Sports Jabbers with the Lefties. Uh, today we're going to have two topics that we're going to talk about that are kind of in the news. Both uh, Chris Jones' contract with the Kansas City. And Derrick Henry si- signing an extension with the Tennessee Titans. Okay, you want to go first? And- sure. We'll start with Chris Jones' contract because the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. Chris Jones, Chris Jones signed a total of... What a four-year, eighty-five million contract. It's really eighty million, five million worth of incentives. It's thirty-seven guaranteed, but sixty million guaranteed in the case of injury. He's making, where is it? He is making sixteen million his first year, which is not that much. But then you go to twenty twenty-one, and he's making twenty-one million. Twenty twenty-two, he's making twenty-two million, and twenty twenty-three, he's making twenty million. That's a lot of money. That is, and I, th- I think the question, once again, we always have to ask ourselves is, is, number one, is he worth that salary? And then two is, is how's going to be the makeup of the team based on that amount of salary? The Chiefs are really, I don't know, they're really close to the cap. They have, next, this year Mahomes is only making $5 million, so they're fine right now. But then you get to 2021, you have Frank Clark making $25 million, Tyreek Hill making fifteen million, Tyron Matthew making nineteen million, Chris Jones making twenty one million, Eric Fisher making fourteen million, Anthony Hitchens making ten million. Where's Patrick Mahomes? He's not on here. Oh, he's down here. Patrick Mahomes is making twenty four million. They have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They have eight players making more than ten million, and majority of those players, well, and. Two of them are making over 20, and a few of them are making close to 20. They're not going to have any money to sign anyone. Well, most likely they're probably going to have to do some cuts too. I mean, the the, the problem is, and, and this is, I don't know, I think they're on their super, uh, super Bowl high over here. The problem that I have is, is that they have too much money in too few players. And in football, everybody's important. And that's a problem when you put these huge percentages. Like if you look at, 2021 it looks like Frank Clark his hit's going to be 13 percent of the cap and Patrick Mahomes is like 12.52 if you get the exact number so you're talking about 25 percent of the cap hit based on two players and this is what the problem is is they put so much money in a, when teams win they just keep on putting money into these players and they are all great players and they're honestly probably all worth their salaries that's why they got the salaries that they got. But the problem is when you have too many of them on one team, you're basically depleting the rest of the team. And so, okay, you have a couple of stars, but then you have a lot of players who just don't equal the talent. And this is why a lot of these teams end up going downhill very, very quickly. Now, the one good aspect about football, which I like compared to a lot of other sports that we are going to be talking about, is most of these contracts – as I said, are only really a couple of years. In fact, if you go into, let's say, 2023, which is only a couple of years from now, how many people are on contract? Let's see here. You got three players, Patrick Mahomes, Frank Clark, and Harrison. Is it Butker? Am I Butker. saying that? Harrison Butker, the kicker. Okay. So, you got th- yeah, so you got three players, really two players and a kicker. So you got three players in 2023 on contract. So you can switch around a team very, very quickly. That's why when you have no, a new... Four gen- players. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Patrick Mahomes, and Harrison Bucker. Oh, because well, Chris Jones, yes. Because now, I mean, I'm looking yeah. at the old yes. This is not updated. So 
So the bottom line is, is the point of that, that I'm trying to make is that, yes, I mean, they're going to be okay this year because Patrick Mahomes is not making a lot of money, but by next year, they are going to have a problem. And you're going to probably end up seeing some of the players that have a large amount of salary versus dead cap are going to end up getting cut. And that's expected. Um, they're not going to be able to keep everybody because they'll have, you can't play with 10 players on the field. Uh, so, but once again, is, is, as I said, is even though people get all stressed and they're like, oh my God, this is horrible, this is horrible, horrible. The issue is, is they can really turn around very quickly. I mean, you have a new general manager. Within two or three years, you can basically have a completely new football team. Um, so, you know, take that for what it's worth. This year, I think they're going to be good again, right? They, they have it. I think they're going to be good again. I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to be good again. Next year is where the problems come. 2021, looking at their cap right now, is really bad. They have 2021, 2022, their cap's really bad. 2023, they finally get rid of a lot of contracts. But still, look at this. They have four players making, what, close to $100 million, $80 million, over $80 million, close to $90 million, right? Even then, that's a, it's a good percentage of the cap. Yes, but once again... My point is, is that you're right. Probably 2021 is probably going to be tough to get out of. But by 2022, 2023, they can really clean house. So, yes, they do bind themselves up a lot. And I think they did. I agree with you. 2021 is probably not going to be a good year. They're going to have to make some cuts. But they can only cut so much because, you know, you have to weigh the dead money versus the, the you know, somebody's going to make $12 million, but the dead money is going to be $9 million. You're only going to save $3 million. So you got to weigh those two things. Um, before you cut a player. Uh, so, yeah, 2021, I think, is going to be a rough year for Kansas City Chiefs. I think this year they're going to be good. I think they're going to have some problems in 2021 because they're invested in too many players. And, you know, uh, to me, your best chance of being a really high-quality, talented team is playing on young players, rookies. Um, and as you get older, I think the amount of money that they make versus what they give you to the team is just not worth it. I think in 2022, they're still going to have problems. I mean, they, they, they're going to have less problems than 2021, but they're still going to have problems. I'm, I'm looking at this cap, and it's tight. And they can cut a few players. Right? The dead money here is they can't cut Frank Clark. I mean, I guess they can cut Tyreek Hill. They can cut Anthony Hitchens. They, can, they can't cut Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I guess. But then they're losing all these great players that won them the Super Bowl. Yes. Well, to me, the you know, I'm I'm on the camp. I mean, I think we all have different camps on how we feel about all the different positions. My personal opinion is is, and this is just my opinion, the only player that's worth a ton of money that can really change a team is the quarterback. I I think edge rushers are way overvalued, even cornerbacks. I mean, I think they're all listen. It's a team. It's football. Every position is important, right? And every cog is very important in this, in this whole system, but. I think the quarterback can really, I mean, you know, you've had great, and we'll talk about this with, you know, Derek Henry too, with all these positions. I mean, you could have the best edge rushers and the best cornerbacks, but those, none of those positions really move a team. It's the quarterback. It's always the quarterback. I want to give an example with the Rams. Aaron Donald is the best pass rusher in the NFL currently and one of the best of the all-time NFL Aaron Donald has been dominant. I don't know if his rookie season was as dominant as he is today, but he's been dominant for most of his career. And he's been with the Rams the entire time. And he's been making, I know he's making over 20 right now. The entire time he's been with the Rams, 
they have only made the playoffs a few years. I know they went to the Super Bowl one run, and that was because Jared Goff got hot. Not because Aaron Donald, because of Jared Goff, the quarterback. They have not been a good team, majority of Aaron Donald's career. Even though Aaron Donald has played phenomenal, edge rushers do not make as much of an impact as, say, a quarterback. And they're making close, they're making low-end quarterback money. And they do not make that much of an impact, which I don't understand why you would want to tie up your cap like that. Well, and also just to say, it was 2017 and 2018 where they were in the yeah. playoffs. And then before that, it was 2000. It looks like but they didn't do anything 2017. No, they lost in a wild card. Yeah, but 2018, they went to the Super Bowl. They were they yes. went to the playoffs in 2017, but they weren't that great. 2018, they were they went 13-3, and and they dominated. Yes. Until, they, until the Patriots completely dominated them in the Super Bowl. No, yeah, 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 I agree. I mean, we'll, and we'll have... And um, we'll have more topics on, on positions and players and contracts. But for now, I mean, I mean, I definitely think he's, I mean, I think he's worth the salary that they paid him. I just don't think Kansas City should have paid him. Like, they don't have, you just can't sign all your players. And I think they're trying to keep everybody. And I, I definitely think, you know, on every team, you, you need a couple of great players, uh, you know, but you can't have like, a, you know, an all-star NFL team. You just, you're putting it into like seven or eight or nine players and then everybody else is going to be making one million. You're not going to have, a, you, you need a lot of positions to make the team work. And I feel like they just put too much in too many players. So the issue is, is so do I feel he's worth the salary? Yes. Do I feel Kansas City should have signed him for that amount of money? Probably not, or they're just going to have to say, "Okay, well, we want him, but we're going to have to." You're going to have to sacrifice in 2021. I just, it, yeah. Well, in order to be a good team, you need a few great players, quite a bit of good players, and then some decent players on the rest of the roster, right? Yes. You, what What Kansas City is doing is they're getting all their great players, like you said, they're keeping like these nine great players, but the problem is they're going to have six round picks for the rest of their like from free agency. They're going to sign guys who couldn't even stay on their team and it's going to be like these nine players carrying the team you need like you said you need other positions to carry the team you can't win with a few great players and a bunch of people who are not good at the game yeah absolutely I mean if you look I mean in 2021 what is Frank Clark's gonna make 25.8 Tyra Kill's gonna make 15.8 Terry Matthews, 19-7. Chris Jones, 21-5. Eric Fisher, 14-6. Andy Hitchkins, 10-7. Kelsey, 9. Schwartz, 10. I mean, you have like, I mean, do they even have, they don't even have Mahomes here, which on this, on this. They do. He's more down. I don't know why. I, I, I thought that too. He's websites. further down. So you got like five or six, you know, seven or eight guys who are making basically the whole football team. Uh, and right now the cap is 198 Hundred ninety eight point two million for twenty twenty. I don't it know what's going to go down be. with COVID. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It may go down. Even if it doesn't go down, it's going to stay the same. But I, mean, it's I not think there were. Go up. I think there were plans of them spreading it out. Like if it's forty million going down, they're going to do like four, like four each year for like ten years. I think they're. Gonna well, we know that it, it's unlikely to go up. It, yes. Yes. So you know, so in the end, my position is: is was is he worth the salary? Yes. 
really good good defensive tackle. I mean, you look at his numbers, he's worth it. Should Kansas City have signed him? I would say no or yes, but then you're going to have to cut somebody else because you just can't pay everybody. You just you want to. I think they're in that Super Bowl high where they just won and everybody's all happy and everybody loves each other. And when you win, every, everybody's all happy and wants to give away money left and right. You know, but I think in the end, they're going to have some tough decisions to make in 2021 and definitely by 2022. Well, after 2021, they can cut him and the dead money is zero. It's zero dead money if they cut him. So that's so that's good. It's very backloaded, right? Because yes. the first year, they got him as a steal. He's only playing for $16 million. For For a level, for a player that plays of that talent, that's crazy good. $16 million for a guy who get who got 15 and a half sacks last year. Well, nine sacks last year, but the year before that, he had 15 and a half sacks at, at the defensive tackle position. So then they were going to, then in 2021, they're paying him 21 million. I think he's still worth that. But then after that, he's making 22 million in 2022. But you can cut him and save all of that money and hit and zero and you get zero dead money. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that's a smart move too, to allow them to get out of it. If, if he's not playing up to his potential. So anyway, so I think we're done with this topic. Let's talk about Derrick Henry a little bit, and we can talk about his salary. You can talk about his salary a little bit. We can see, is he is he worth it? I mean, this is always, I think, the debate that we have based on running backs. You know, when I first started watching football compared to now. So why don't you talk, talk a little bit about his contract, Eli? And then Yesterday, kind of Derrick Henry signed a four-year, $50 million contract with the Tennessee Titans. In 2020, he's only making six million, which is a steal. Oh, and I forgot to say, twenty-five and a half million is guaranteed. Twenty-five and a half million is guaranteed. So that's like what the first two years, pretty much, with a little bit of dead money in the end. It's basically a two-year contract. The first year, the cap hit is six million for a player of his talent. That's amazing. Six million. That's like a second round pick or something like that. That's crazy. And then 2021, he's making 13 and a half. Still, I think I still think that's less than he should get. And then they can cut him after that with him only making not that much money. But then 2022 is when the money starts coming and he gets 15 million. And after that, he gets 15 and a half million. They backloaded this contract so they don't have to pay it. I think because... He has not been great his entire career. Last year, he had a breakout season. So they're being on the safer side, and they're not taking a huge gamble. So they really backloaded this contract. The Tennessee Titans did an amazing contract right here. Derrick Henry did not... I think his agent did not do a great job. I think he deserves more than what what he got. The Titans did a great job at doing this contract. They can cut him after two... If he does not look good, they can cut him after two years with a $6 million dead cap with only paying him the year before $13.5 million against the cap and the year before that, $6 million. I don't know how the Titans got Derrick Henry to sign on. This is an amazing contract for the Titans. Well, I would have to disagree. So let's go back. So, you know, I'm a little older than you and I remember watching football when I was a kid and, you know... The running back, football has changed when I used to watch it to how it is now. When I used to watch, I mean, the running back was an important position. I mean, there was, I mean, you know, nowadays you can't touch the quarterback. I mean, the quarterback can 
do a little ballet dance. You can't touch him. I mean, you touch him, it's a, you know, it's a foul. So the issue is penalty. So the issue is, is that, you know, it was harder. It was, it was much slower. I mean, you know, um, the running back really was an important part of moving that offense. It was slower, you know, it was more in the mud, slowing down. Nowadays, it's obviously we've proven that it's a quarterback league. It was not like that. I mean, yes, I mean, I was back with the Joe Montana days, so you know, quarterback has always been very important, but it was just different. The running back was more important in the team. Nowadays, I mean, the difference between, I don't believe running backs are worth too much, I'll be honest with you. I don't think they're worth investing a large amount of money in. Uh, even five, even five to ten percent of the salary cap, I just don't think they're worth it. And the reason why is is because not all running backs. So, you know, when you look at them, let's say a top running back, like he gives you, okay, he gave you, he had a really awesome year. What do you had like fifteen hundred and something yards? Sixteen hundred yards. I thought it was fifteen and something. Let me look it up. That was fifteen something. But he had a huge, he had a ton amount of yards. Now, okay, listen, if he consistent, the problem is if he's, does he consistently do that? Now he, he helped them. 1500 yards. 1500. So if he, if he consistently does that every year, okay, maybe he's worth it. Uh, Most running backs don't consistently average 1500 yards. Okay. They, you know, a good, a good running back is what? 1200 yards. 1200 above a thousand, somewhere around there, you know, you'll have your money's worth if you get above a thousand. So, but most of the time they don't change your wins. A running back will not increase your wins, okay? Um, so, and you can take two or three. Nowadays, a lot, a lot of times it's based on running backs, based on committee. You can have two or three guys. If they even gave you a four or 500 yards each, you're going to get your running yards. Um, you know, the one exception I would say is if, you know, at, at the time, um, Le'Veon Bell, Okay. I don't think he was definitely worth the salary that they paid him based on his age. But when he was really young, right, he was not only a running back, but he was like a receiver. So he was catching a lot of footballs, right? So also you got Christian McCaffrey, right? How much, what's his? Christian McCaffrey is an amazing running back. Christian McCaffrey is an all-around guy. He catches, last year, I don't know about this year, but I know in 2018, he threw, he got... 1,000 receiving yards and 1,000 rushing yards. Yes. He, he does it all. He, he's yes. an amazing receiver. He's an amazing running back. Yes. He's the best running back in this league. Well, yes. So, and here's, the, and here's, here's my point. If a running back, if you have a dual-purpose running back who can get you 700 to 1,000 rushing yards, which, okay, fine, but also is a receiver. So, now you almost have to say, okay, well, now we got to pay him kind of in the receiver salary, right? So... What's a good receiver going to make? 10, 15 million, somewhere around that for a dude. Even Amari Cooper is making 20 million. That's a stupid contract. That's, that's, that's crazy money. Uh, I mean, we can, we'll also argue, I think receivers are not worth the money that they are based on the position, but quarterback makes the receiver, not the receiver. Yes. So, so, but now if you're, let's say, let's say, but here's the thing. How many, Derek Henry, how many receiving yards has he gotten? Not much. Not much. He's not a receiving back. No. And He's a that, ground and pound running yes. back. He runs through you. Yeah, so now you have, to pay him, you have to pay him on a pure running back, right? So, and if you look at his salaries, so in... What was that? 
Your computer started making noises. I don't know what that was. It was very nice. <laughs> I don't know. That was very nice, but uh, that was a good intro to, to what I was going to talk about, so we'll keep that. So <laughs> anyway, so if you look here in, uh, what is, let's look at the stats now. Got me throwing out of whack here. So 2016. I think that threw everyone out of whack. Yeah, 2016, he had 490 yards. 2017, he had 744 yards. 2018, this is when he starts taking off. Okay, this is his third year. He's getting comfortable. 1,059, and he had his breakout year last year, which is 1,540. So you're really paying him based on his one breakout year. Now, at that time, he had what? He had 18 receptions for 206 yards. In 2018, it was 15 receptions. 2017, 11 receptions. 2016, 13 receptions. So he's a piece of somewhere between a 10 to 20 reception. You know, it'll give you 100, 200 yards. So he's really a pure running back. And the question is, is in, and listen, I don't think he's going to average 1,500 yards the next couple of years. Maybe I'm wrong. Obviously, time will tell. But even if he gives, now, if you're paying him, let's say he's giving you 1,000 yards or so, is he worth, you know, 12, 12 million a year for a running back when the other running backs are making two, three million and getting seven, 800 yards? I mean, so how much of your cap is he worth? And that's the question. Now, as I said, I would argue that if he was, if he was giving you 1,200 yards, but he was also giving you 1,000 receiving yards, well, then I'm, then I'm like, well, then, okay, I'm not just paying him to be a running back. And I think that's where a lot of people, when I listen to commentators, they kind of say, oh, well, all running backs are not worth money. And I say, well, no. If he's a running back that's a receiver and he's doing as much as a quality receiver, he can, should be clumped in as both a receiver and a running back. And therefore, his salary should be higher than a typical running back. I disagree with you. I do think, however, I do think, like you said, that running backs are not a great position to be pay a lot of money. But Derrick Henry's different. Derrick Henry carried this team last year. He brought them to the AFC Championship. Ryan Tannehill And you think he's going to do that every year? He's just going to... How many times has... He ran... The Patriots, are, I'm pretty sure, are the number one rush defense in the league. He ran for 184 yards how, on them. You think it's going to repeat itself? How many times is a running amazing. back? Okay, how many times is a running back? We want to get into this. How many times is a running back? Not every running back is Derrick Henry. Not every running back is Derrick Henry. In the modern NFL, Derrick Henry is a different running back. Adrian Peterson, which is yeah, Adrian Peterson was amazing. I'm amazing. How many times did he get you to the Super Bowl? Don't know. I did not watch football then. <laughs> I don't think ever. Right? He played like, with the Vikings. No. Yes. Yes. But Derrick Henry brought them to the AFC. Okay, they started two and four. The Titans. I know this. Then Ryan Tannehill put in. They started winning, and Derrick Henry also started becoming good. Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill became an incredible duo. They became what um, Gurley and Goff were. The problem is too is, is 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 it's hard to be. So if you think about it, it takes a lot more work to bring the ball up the field by running it than it is to pass. I mean, a guy can pass 15, 20 yards, one pass, boom, you go right down the field. So the game could play faster if you if you use a quarterback bringing the ball up than a running back. So during the season, okay, all right, he might help you with one or two wins, but in, when it comes to the playoffs, you're never going to win that way because it's going to be slower for you to score, and you got like somebody like Patrick Mahomes, you, you know, okay, all right, great, you're, you have a little bit of lead, and two minutes later, he throws like three passes yeah, down the field. They got to the AFC Championship with him. Yeah, okay. He had. Listen, I'm not saying that he didn't have an amazing year in that, but the question is, can you consistently win with that? Is it worth putting money into a running back. I don't know. That's why the contract is amazing because they're only paying him $6 million this year. 
which is not a lot. Okay, then 13, then 13 and a half next year, I and see. then they can cut him. So it, it it's not yes. So that's really, the one. Even though we debate and we argue, that's the. And then if he's amazing, then they keep him for the next few years. Okay, sure. And and that's that's one of the things I love about football compared to a lot of other sports. And as a fan, you know, it's not good for the players because you know if they don't cons- consistently perform, you know, they're not going to have their money. But as I said, I have a job. If I don't consistently perform, I get fired. And most of you out there, if you don't consistently perform, right, you don't have a job. I, that's the one thing I love about football. And I think most people love about football as a sports fan is, is, you know, yes, we have a four-year contract, you have a four-year contract with him, but if he doesn't perform, they can cut him and, and that, and then it can turn your team around as a fan. You, you know, you can have a, you can have a horrible team. <laughs> that's the one great part about like football too. You know, your team could be the worst team in the NFL, and two years later, you can be in like a Super Bowl. And you cannot say that for like other sports. I mean, you know the good teams that are always going to be the good teams. And you know the bad teams. And it takes many, many years to, to work your way up to a good team with other sports because they have these fixed contracts. So they can get really bogged down. Where football is, is yes. So I don't think he's worth 13.5. That's He's not worth that. Okay. Now you're going to say that he is? I think he's worth more than that. I say no. I say no. You don't think he's worth 13 and a half? A guy who just ran for 1,500 yards and carried no. a team to the AFC Championship. You do not think he's worth $13 million? No, because he's just a pure running back, and I can get two running backs for one or two million each to get you 1,000 yards or 11, 1,200 yards, especially in the style of play that they, that they do. No, he, he break, there was plays that I saw that it was going to be a loss of like, like two, three yards, and he breaks like, he puts three guys on the floor. And he runs to get to, to like, 10 yards. He, he breaks. There was this one play against the Ravens, right? The Ravens, who went 14-2. and two, And then the Titans just crushed him because Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry stiff-armed Earl Thomas twice. Derrick Henry is an animal. He deserves to be paid more than what he's being paid. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I think you're wrong. But, I think but I you're guess, wrong. I guess I I'm guess, face palming inside. I guess we'll we'll see how he does uh, this next uh, two years, and we'll talk about it then. All right. So once again, this is Eli. This is Jared, and this is Sports Jabber with the Lefties. Thanks for tuning in.